1: What we all need to know is being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Bergie is in for shit on him. Shit on him. And here comes Lindsay Baseball. You're
2: supposed baseball. to say take it away.
1: Oh, take it away, baseball.
2: All right, Cappy. So in celebration of the new <laughs> movie. I mean, you you should wait until like, or do that before I start talking. Because oh, okay. once I start talking, then we're talking over I each
1: other. I shouldn't be like, I shouldn't be like.
2: <laughs> you done?
0: Yeah. I I like it. Do it again. You like that?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what is it? Right, go ahead, Lindsay.
2: You sure? Yeah. yeah. Okay. In celebration of the new movie and the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles long history in pop culture, the Turtles and their creator Kevin Eastman joined some of the biggest Hollywood stars by being immortalized today at the TCL Chinese Theater. Leonardo, Raphael, Donatello, and Michelangelo, who's my favorite, uh, pressed their handprints into a piece of cement in the shape of a slice of pizza, where they will forever rest alongside Keanu Reeves and Godzilla. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book series debuted back in 1984, and then it was launched into the 80s animated series, and then the 90s live-action remake, so, Yeah. Good for the teenage mutant ninja turtles.
0: So you said Donatello is your favorite. No, 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 Michelangelo. Okay, yeah, Mo- Michelangelo's everybody's favorite. I know. I agree. That's pizza. me. It's mine. Yeah.
1: I don't have he's a favorite a party mutant dude. ninja turtle. Which Why color not? is he? Which color is Michelangelo? Orange. Mm-hmm. Who's the other guys? What What are their colors? Raphael's oh. red. Mm-hmm. Donatello's,
2: Donatello's blue. blue. And Leonardo's purple.
1: Yep. Okay. And did 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 this Michelangelo do anything that made you yes he eats, like him more? He eats as a pizza. Ninja and turtle? He's a dude. Oh, he's a pizza eating dude, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Michael He's Lance, like, just want to party, Rita,
0: dude. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You didn't watch that show? No, I got no exposure to it at all. None.
1: None. No, I think I was a little too uh, too old for it. I think. You, what about your kids? Well, no, they're, they're, probably, too no, young. they're probably
0: too young also. Yeah. huh? Yeah. Laura, I mean, you, did you you watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Yeah, I did. That was the best. Funches, did you? Yeah, you did. Funchy, That's- yeah.
3: Yes, he doesn't have a mic. Funch doesn't yeah. have a mic.
1: Our, as mics, more, mics, our mics are all messed broken, up. What so do you mean our mics are all messed up? We're a radio
3: station. That's why station. I told him to One go of into our mics the studio. Is broken and you he can, he can sit here. Listen. You can see your
0: f- Funch. You can hang out with me. I'm a nice he, guy sometimes. He didn't listen he bites, to me. He bites. That's why. You, you bite. I can't hang out with you. Uh, uh, Donatello is my favorite. Donatello. I don't know. He was just He's a just smart like, guy. He was a smart guy. Yeah, but you like the smart guy? You like the dumb guy in the room? Yeah. Landis. That's why everybody loves Cappy. He's the Michelangelo of the group. No, not calling him dumb. I'm saying he's the the Michelangelo of the group. You
3: followed that after that. You mean like I'm
0: I'm a pizza eating dude? Yeah, you're the pizza eating like party dude,
1: right?
3: Party dude.
1: I don't know, man. I just had, I I ate an entire pizza the other night driving south with Morales on Tuesday night.
4: Did you put ice cream on top of it? Like the turtles?
1: Prime Prime. pizza? No, yeah, it was prime pizza. And an entire cheese pizza on the way down. All because it was National Cheese Pizza Day cowabunga dude thank you oh
3: lame that's that's what he did that was his thing
0: that's lame like Bart Simpson oh come on it's not lame no it is imagine (sighs) being like five six years old in the 80s and watching these cartoons
3: that was the best thing ever. It oh wait, these the, were cartoons. Yeah, these cartoons.
0: Real dudes? No, cartoons. And they, they made a movie out of it. And uh, what's as his I name? said,
2: it began as a comic book, which was then turned into an <laughs> animated series, that was turned into a live-action movie.
0: Yes, and the live-action movie yeah, was down. amazing.
3: It really was. That's why I was—I was telling Fudge that I was a little bit disappointed because I've seen the previews, and I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to watch this. But he made a great point. The animation isn't great. It's but different. It's, it's a cast.
4: Know, the cast. The yeah. voices make it
1: good because yeah. it's Seth Rogen and I think a bunch of other
4: guys. Cap, so I might
3: just see him. Cap. Don't you remember? You have to remember this
2: reference. Go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, go. No. Vanilla Ice. No.
1: Vanilla Ice said, "Go ninja, go." Yes, you oh, yeah, he yeah. yeah, did a whole song. dance he was in the movie. Yes.
2: You never heard <sighs> that well, that song? I,
1: I told you I never heard in rock steady,
0: right?
2: We got to play this song. Oh, go don't. Ninja, go Ninja. Oh, it was dope.
0: amazing. It was him just dancing around doing his vanilla ice thing.
1: It happened like right after To the Extreme came out. You know, To album? the Extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal, light up a stage and a lo- jump like a candle, that. Kentucky. Damn. Yes. Nice job. Yeah. Um, no, I know Go New York, Go New York, Go. That was my buddy Jesse Itzler. You guys what know that, that song? No.
0: Oh, sorry. We're Leonardo was blue and Donatello was purple.
1: Come on, guys. Get it together. I mean, do I, better, knew that, will yeah? I Come on. you knew better than no, me. No, I got do mixed up. <laughs> do better. Oh, this, this is, is go this ninja, right ninja go! Yeah,
2: vanilla ice, ninja
1: rap. I
0: still cringe at this song.
1: Let me hear that. Why do you cringe? That's amazing. Are you kidding? Tell them, Funchy.
0: What year was it? Ninety-two, I think. Maybe was ninety-two. Ninety-two. Yeah. Oh come on, you like this, Cappy? Come on.
1: No, I've never heard this song. Is this a brand new joint? Yeah. Yeah. I am I'm, I'm admitting openly and I don't care. I've never heard this song before. Yeah, but oh. wait,
2: wait till the chorus. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, wait. It's catchy.
0: Man, this was my childhood.
3: Go ninja, go. Oh. Go ninja, go ninja, go. How do you not know this?
1: You, just, well, you don't like it do at all. You guys all? think this you, was What year was it? I think it was 92. Like 92 or three. '92. Hey, 92. In well, I'm 22 years old <laughs> in 1992. You guys if you are didn't all a like bunch of no, you, knew, you knew him, though.
2: This was a pop culture phenomenon. Yeah, not for me. All right, you were All too right, busy well, kicking kicking fine. field goals. I was
1: too busy. like Yeah, I was 22 years old at this point. I was, too, 90, yeah. I was going through some stuff in my life at 22. I didn't have time for the Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know what I'm saying? I'm Secret surprised. Secret of the Ooze.
0: It was, a, it was a big deal. If you were 22 at that time, I'm surprised that you didn't see it. Mm.
1: Don't know. Part
0: two, secret of the ooze. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, oh secret I know. So no, the first one was ninety, so the other one would be ninety two. Oh. Yeah.
1: All right, well that's what you need to know. Being brought to us by Morocco Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. So um, I didn't know the movie. I didn't know the Clearly. song. I cl- that's totally true. I think there's <laughs> okay. There's a, there's occasionally there's a generation gap on this show, and I've said it many times. I've said it many times. I don't like it. Okay, I don't like the fact that all of a sudden I'm the old guy. All right? I've never been the old guy. I was always the young guy, and even though I'm the well, old guy now, I still think I'm the young guy, and it
0: really pisses me off. Most of the people in this room right now are the young guys.
3: 80 babies,
0: young people. Babies. Yep, we're all eighties babies. That's right.
3: Late eighties. No, no Punch
0: is here a little bit. Not
1: eighties or the eighty-one.
3: He's your eighties, right? Your eighties baby. 80s. Yeah, eighty. Oh, oh, right 80s, in the 80s? right on the line.
1: Yeah. Dude, I was born in 1970, and I used to write that on things and think, okay, well, that's cool. I'm pretty young. Now I write 1970. I'm like, whoa. Or if I'm like on a computer, <laughs> whoa. and 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 you know how like you have to put in your birth date for something? You know, like, hey, put in your birth date. It starts at 2023. You know how many flicks of the finger whoa. it takes me to get all the way down to 1970 now? Whoa. Whoa.
3: <laughs> yeah. I hate mine. 88. I'm like, oh my God, I feel so old because I'm like, scroll, scroll, scroll. And I'm like, stop scrolling. Or those like... It says 19 to 25, 26 to whatever. I'm like, damn, I've entered the 35.
1: I know. Dude, Next you,
3: year I'm not gonna be in that brick. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine you, uh, having
0: a daughter that's twelve and you're eighty-three and they're t- telling you forty is so old. Oh my god, you're so old, Dad.
3: Oh my god. Yeah, so my at forty. My, my goddaughter, she's so cute, and my nieces and nephews, they're like, Oh, how old are you, Thea? And I'm like, I'm old. They're like, No, you're like twenty five. I'm like, Oh bless your soul, what do you want?
1: <laughs> like, all I know is this. All all I do not have all the You were born in nineteen eighty eight. Um yeah. two weeks ago, my high school, my my graduating class. Had our 35th high school reunion. Oof. That's tough. People still do that? Yeah, I didn't go. 35? Yeah, 35. That's weird. Did you go to any of them? 10, I think, and- I think 20, I think, I'm not, I don't remember, I'm 10, I went to two, I just don't, 10 for sure, and I think 15, I th- or 20, wow. whatever did 15, it was. yeah. Well, I, that's weird. I know, I think so too. Every five years is too yeah. much, right?
0: I missed my 10th, I was in Hawaii at the time, nice. and my daughter was being born, so I stayed to watch her be born instead As of should. Going, Yes. Yeah. and then uh, they, we didn't do one at 20, because it was COVID, so they did it at 22 so just weird. last year, 22, there why, yeah, I went because there was, and oh. there was like 50 people, mm-hmm. and that's including yeah. spouses. Whoa! <laughs> it was Whoa. not. It was. It was wor- not worth it.
3: I felt bad because people were trying to organize our tenth. In you know, I graduated in '06, and people were sending like Facebook messages and all these things. And I told somebody, I'm like. I don't care to see half these people. I mean, they're in my Facebook. Like, that's all they get. Like, I don't need to see them. And someone's like, you're so mean. I was like, no, No, I don't. No, it's true. Anyone who, like, anyone
2: really cares about, I feel like you you see them on Facebook and it's like, okay, cool. That's what they're up to. Let me
1: tell you what happens. Let me Uh, tell you guys what happens at class reunions. People hook up,
3: especially especially when
1: they're married. No, it's true. Especially when they're married. It's like, it's like, hey, I'm married, but my wife didn't come. Hey, I'm married, but my husband didn't come. Hey, we once did it in high school. Or, or <laughs> no. maybe or maybe we thought so about weird. doing it in high school. We or wanted now, to. Or, or we wanted to do it in high school, but now we're adults and we can I'm telling you right now, and everybody Mary, hooks mm. up at class reunions. That's Whoa. what happens. I know. Well, t- only t- the
0: tenth. Only the tenth reunion. Really? The other you ones no, doesn't th- 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 I, I know, went I to I a
4: twentieth. People were hooking up by a twentieth. What? Wow. Yeah. Oh for sure. Definitely. I get it,
2: but also yeah, like how disappointing is that to see like your crush from like high school and you see him and he's got his beer belly and everything and you're just like, Oh no
0: you the best. You feel good about yourself right now. Honestly, I,
3: I, okay, the guy that I had a crush on, I saw him at, like, a restaurant with his wife, and I'm like, holy moly crap, you look horrible. And I'm like, not to be mean, but compared to what I looked like back then and what I look like now, I was like, damn, I had a crush on you? I was like, I feel good about myself right now. I was like, I really do. That's so mean to say, but... It's
1: true. But, Funchy, it is true. Everybody's just in hookup mode. Yeah. And I'll tell you right hookup now, I think 20-year 20, 20 reunion is more of a hookup than a 10-year reunion because 10-year reunion yeah. you're still young and you're like, I don't know. But a 20-year reunion, you're like, oh, forget it. Who cares? Go ahead.
0: Yeah, because you're uh, you're also like in towards your 40s, right? And like
1: right.
0: just you're, do it. You're looking, If you're single at that just point, just
3: do it. You right. kind
0: of just
4: do it. Yeah. Just. I, go I, ahead and I do actually it. agree with it.
3: Yeah, and married, it. y'all. Are, no wonder y'all divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously.
4: I'll say the people that hooked up at my reunion were married.
3: Oh hell oh, yeah. No. yeah! They
4: were oh, married. they were married. Be, yeah.
1: Oh for sure.
3: Cap, uh, did sure. you hook Couple up
1: with somebody that
2: wasn't your wife at your reunions?
1: Well, I didn't take my wife to my reunion.
3: Exactly. So, Yeah. That's my question.
1: Um, my answer is maybe.
3: I mean, you're divorced now, so, you know.
1: Right. Or no. maybe
3: not. Mm, that's a yes.
1: That's not a yes. That's a mm. maybe. That is a maybe.
3: It's not a no. Mm.
1: It's not a no, but it's a maybe.
3: See? It's not a no. Theater
1: right. of the mind. It's not Mania,
3: a no. Yeah. With cap? <laughs>
1: <laughs> usually I just blurt it all out. Yeah, you usually do. Hey, listen. Uh, the 10th annual SoCal Hyundai ESPN Golf Classic presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino. Remember, it's tomorrow at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. Driven by your Southern California Hyundai dealers, it's your journey. Own every mile in a brand new Hyundai. All right, coming up, if you are a gamer and you are kind of getting excited about the launch of NBA 2K24, if you're a Kobe Bryant fan, this is going to be the game for you. I want to get to that coming up. And on the way, Bergey. I don't know what is going on with the Raiders and this Chandler Jones story, but I want to dig into it next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.
0: Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
1: Bad. Uh, I'm bad. Uh, on, Yeah, yeah, shaman. Uh, this is, the, this is uh. the
0: perfect song for you to do your uh and your yes. Right and shamans. Yeah, the shamans. Shamans are the good ones.
1: Hey, I'm watching the Dodger game. Dodgers yeah. are up 4-0 right now over the Marlins. But it, something weird happened and I kind of caught it out of the corner of my eye. Happening. Yeah, so a ball was hit. Dodgers hit a ball down the right field line and the ball boy, who's like a grown-ass man wearing a They're full-on baseball helmet, like a like a batter's helmet, he like grabbed the ball. Ball was a fair ball. The ball boy grabbed the ball, threw it into the stands. And then the umpire is like going, hold on, hold on, everybody timeout. And he looks over at Mookie, He points to Mookie, he goes, you, home. Mookie goes back to third, touches third, runs to home, scores the run. That, that's kind of all I saw. Did you see anything no, else? No, I
0: didn't see it, but it's behind me. So, But I see Freddie Freeman on second right now. Did he hit, did, was it a double? Did, did Freddie Freeman hit a double? Does anybody know? I did not. No, no, I don't. I don't know who hit it. Frank, said, um, I'm
2: Frank, <laughs> Fun Frank said yes.
1: Front okay. He who, now. By who? the
0: way, it's important. Sorry, just one second. He now has 52 doubles on the season already in on September 7th. One more, and he breaks the all-time Dodger record set by set by. I don't know the guy's name. Come on. No. Come on. I just know. I mean, has, you know, I'm going to ask the follow up. I know. I should have. I should have had that ready for you. Right. It. I mean, you know,
1: I'm going to ask. It. I know. They've we've, they've shown it all over. I should know it just as the dodgers are leading this game for nothing there's also something important happening uh, i'm getting ready burgy i don't know if you have this on in front of you or not but the chiefs and the lions are about to kick off and i said it earlier i'm a i'm a mahomes fan i feel like i know so much more about patrick mahomes a person not just a dude not just a guy under a helmet and, uh, and you know nfl films and just hearing what i hear on the sidelines i got to know patrick mahomes but i got to say one thing mm mm-hmm. I'm rooting for the Detroit Lions tonight. I kinda
0: am too because I like the story that they had last year with uh what's the coach's name? Dan, Dan Campbell. Campbell yeah. I like Dan Campbell. So I don't know I. why. I, I just do too. I just like him and I want to see them do better again.
1: Let me tell you why you like him. Because Dan Campbell walks around talking like a pro wrestler, brother. <laughs> yeah. Dan Campbell's inspirational and motivational at all times, brother. Yeah. I mean he really thinks I want he's own, like I want a real lion. Right. He thinks he's like Hulk Hogan. And and for some reason it actually we're comes kick off you in the as
5: and we're gonna buy the kneecap off.
1: Yeah. And for some reason it comes off as authentic, by the way. Yeah. It it really does. So I'm watching this this Chiefs Lions uh, pregame and they're into the anthem now, and we're literally moments away from the kickoff of the NFL season. And I gotta say, Jared Goff, for all the heat he took, because he was in a Super Bowl as a young player. They got rid of him because they said, you know, we've, we've gone as far as we can with him. Stafford comes in. Stafford wins a Super Bowl. And it's just a very popular opinion around L.A. to beat up on Jared Goff. In the end, I'm rooting for Jared Goff. I'd like to see Jared Goff be really successful. I mean, last year, I don't remember exactly what the number was, but it was like 30 touchdowns to seven interceptions.
0: He played great last year, and I, I like his receivers. The guy from USC, Amon Ross St. Brown, played really, really well. They have a, a couple new guys. they got that Jamar Gibbs that's supposed to be a good rookie. I like the team. I like. I kind of like what Jared Goff is doing. It's They're a, a good feel, good story.
1: Yep, and there's Travis Kelsey tonight. First Out. game that he's missed in 10 years due to injury that's like an amazing uh record really uh and then they got chris jones up in the stands yeah you know uh i mean after nick bosa yesterday got you know 130 million dollars chris jones still not signed
0: and by the way uh, chris manning is on the line with us hit cappy
1: you know chris manning let me just tell everybody chris manning is an nba 2k host And producer. And I mentioned right before the break, if you're a Kobe Bryant fan, you're going to want to get the new NBA 2K24. And Chris, good afternoon. My son has already asked me, can I get a copy? I'm like, yeah, we'll get you a game. He goes, does it have to be in hard copy? I don't even understand. Like there's the digital downloadable version and then there's the hard copy version. Chris, good afternoon. Welcome. What's cooking, man?
4: Hey, thanks guys for having me on. What's going on, everybody? What's up, Greg? Hey, what's up, Chris? Uh, yeah, there's, there's there's hard copies, which I prefer because I still have my collection of NBA 2K games since I was a teenager to like current day and been working for the company since 2K11. So I always go physical, but you can also get it digitally
1: as well. That's cool, man. Hey, can you tell everybody cuz I know we got a lot of people who listen and people who are really into gaming, you know, and and people want to every year update the latest whether it's the Madden game or in this case NBA 2K24. What what is different this year? What makes it better that you got to go, I got to have 24. I can't be stuck in 23.
4: Yeah, so we have this new pro play technology which basically allows in-game motion capture to be implemented into the wow. gameplay itself. So uh, if you watch the gameplay trailer, you'll see a side-by-side from a Kevin Durant move that he did last season, and it, it captured in our game perfectly. So you'll notice a lot of updates to, like, footwork, shooting, the way players move around. And it, we're kind of getting out of the realm of just doing basic mocap and having the players in their own environment at that NBA level, uh, being able to to do what they do at the highest level and, and us being able to implement it in the game. So pro play is a big one, and for me, as a Kobe fan, uh, mm. you know, the Mamba moments mode is is almost like a dream come true for me.
0: So, Cappy, you might not know this, but Chris Chris Manning and I go way back. We're we're good buddies.
1: What's the relationship, boys? We, Tell me.
0: We ha- you you came out here a couple of years ago, right? And we just like hit it off, right?
1: That's right. That's yeah. you We had down we had lunch. We had lunch at Yard place.
0: House. That's right. Yeah, we spent a bunch. All right, but Chris, do you think that with the, uh, all that stuff that you got the new stuff that you just put in there, do you think they'll ever put some load management into the game? Ah! <laughs>
4: You know, you you can decide to load manage, or if you're like me, you're gonna you're gonna play the players till they're uh, running into the ground. You know, Uh, but that's all. (laughs) Like, does Kawhi
0: take? Does Kawhi take like 20 games off? Just because Uh, it's Kawhi, you can do
4: whatever you want. You know, you (laughs) can load into my my eras. uh, We have different eras that you can play through, and you can rewrite NBA history if that's what you want to do. Uh, so it's really up to the user, uh, but you know me, Greg. I'm always going to play with my favorite players, and I'm I'm going hard with like my Lakers online. Yeah. LeBron and AD are going hard all 48 minutes for me.
1: So Chris Manning is a uh, is a producer and a host with NBA 2K. By the way, my son played this game so much as a kid that he didn't really know that Kevin Harlan was a real dude. You know, that's real. I I
0: only hear Kevin Harlan in the game now.
1: It's it's pretty
4: incredible. Kevin is uh, such a talented um, broadcaster. And to have people like him and a, a myriad of people around the NBA who come into the game and broadcast these games, uh, I always tell our audio developers and our audio team, uh, there's so many times where – people have told me they'll walk into a room and think that somebody is watching a real NBA game right. and it's actually NBA 2K. It's just a testament to how hard they work and how authentic that experience is.
1: Dude, you have no idea. My kid grew up playing this game and would hear Kevin Harlan, and I'm telling you, did not know Kevin Harlan was a real guy. He thought he was like a computer-generated voice or, you know, just a character <laughs> in the game. I love that. And I worked with Kevin for years, and I said to my son, you have to come to a game. And my son sat in the broadcast booth on a Monday night football game and watched and listened to Harlan. And after the game, he was about 16. He goes, Dad, you ever been in the booth with Harlan? I go, no, I'm always on the field. He goes, you've never seen anything like it. Because he's, he's so demonstrative during the game. He's standing up. He's freaking out. He's yelling. His hands are flying. And is he still the voice of, of this new game, NBA 2K24?
4: Absolutely. He's in there. And uh, you know, most excitingly, not only do we have Harlan calling current NBA action, but we also have stuff in the Mamba Moments mode where you'll relive seven of Kobe's biggest games of his career. And you'll actually hear Harlan and uh, other broadcasters talking contextually to what was going on, not only in that season, but in that era and in that year and how it affected the Lakers and the Western conference and the Eastern conference. And it's, it's kind of like a time capsule in Kobe's career. And uh, Kevin Harlan is, uh, I mean, for me growing up, I, I, I grew up on his voice. So I got a chance to meet him a couple years ago and, uh, I cherish those moments so I can sit down with people who are so iconic to me and be able to listen to their stories and pick their brain about what they do in life and how they operate and hear some of the experiences that they've had. So uh, Kevin Harlan's, uh you know, he's I'll always cherish that conversation I've had with him.
0: So why did, you, why did you decide to do the Mama Moments this year?
4: 2K24, Greg. So we're celebrating.
0: Oh, OK. Good 26th. call. Good call.
4: Yeah. 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 24. So, you know, it's 2K24. 24 Uh, We're celebrating 25 years of NBA 2K. First game came out for the 99-2000 season. So here we are all these years later, and, yeah, we're commemorating and honoring the great Kobe Bryant. And, uh, you know, when we had a chance to to do this mode, you know, I've been pretty heavily involved, making sure all the – helping the team out with all the details from the audio team to the presentation team to just – how it was during that Kobe era, you know, I was at a lot of these games. So being able to give that firsthand experience and talk to our different development teams, it's been, you know, for me, it's like I have a photographic memory of, of Kobe's career, right? Cause I grew up doing Laker videos and, and Kobe videos. So I've edited these highlights a million times and, um, you know, to be able to help out our team on such a mode that means so much to me. It's super, like, it's such an honor. It's so special to me. And then uh, when you load up each moment, Greg. I don't know if I told you this, but I was able to help out with making the in-game videos that will show Kobe's highlights, his real in-game highlights, get wow. you ready to play that moment and step into the shoes of the legend himself. And you
0: and can see it. a lot of but sorry, one second. You can go to you can see a lot of that from LD2K at LD2K on uh, Twitter.
1: Okay, um, yeah, so it comes ahead. out it comes out this Friday for uh, for those of you that are yep. PS5 players. I'm uh, more of a, an Xbox unit myself in my house, but it comes out this Friday. And, uh, Chris, congratulations, man. I think uh, especially for Laker fans and Kobe fans, this is going to be a really big deal.
4: Yeah, it's super special, and it's uh, probably my favorite game mode of all time in the history of the series. So if you're a Laker fan, jump on it and experience the adrenaline rush that was Kobe Bryant, that we right all knew and loved.
1: Right on. Awesome. Hey, dude, be well, man. Congratulations on the launch of the game. Thank you. Take care, fellas. Thanks, Chris. My understanding is Chris is a big 7'10 fan. Is that true? Yeah,
0: he listens all the time. We talk about it. He he really does. He does really cool Laker videos Mm -hmm. on his Twitter account. You can go see it. And He's been doing it for years and years, and he puts like Marvel movies in in between all of it. It's very cool.
1: That is cool. Hey, um, Bergie, coming up, it is time for the award-winning Radio Tinder sponsored by Tequila Mandala.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Christopher. True Blood. Pretty good show. Decent yep.
1: show. I never saw it. Me neither. I really wasn't into it. But um, that girl was
2: super popular on it. What was her name? Suki, Suki, Suki. Oh, Suki
1: Stackhouse. Suki Popular show. Hey, baseball hole.
2: Go ahead. Yes,
1: Cappy. Real quickly. Um, I know our guy Blake Harris. Our Dodger insider, is coming up after Radio Tinder. Dodgers got a big lead now over Miami. Last I saw, I think it was seven nothing. Yep, seven nothing. And uh, Blake's going to be here coming up in just a little bit to try and figure out who's going to pitch in the postseason for the Dodgers. We'll get to that story coming up. But Lindsey Baseball's got Radio Tinder, and there's something special okay, happening to the Dodgers game. go. Well,
2: we're going to talk about that when we get to Blake. Okay.
1: Okay. Fine. <sighs> Don't
2: you know? I'm, this I'm works, excited.
1: Greg? I'm excited. Yeah, All right, sure, well, listen. Sure.
2: All right. So get technology, excited about Tequila
1: Mondala. They're our sponsor. Go ahead.
2: Technology may have played a part in Joe Jonas filing for divorce from actress Sophie Turner, or so we hear. TMZ is reporting that the former boy band star discovered footage on a doorbell camera of his wife, quote, saying and or doing something, end quote, to trigger the split. It's unclear when and where he viewed or heard the footage and what it was of. So uh, I want to ask you guys, have you ever been caught doing something you shouldn't be thanks to technology? Swipe left or swipe right. Kappy. Cappy?
1: So I just want to start off by saying I don't have one of those doorbell cameras. What are they called? Because you've told me about ring. it before. Ring. ring. I don't have one of those.
2: We bought one for Funch for his wedding. Thank
1: you, Funchy, um, said, Thanks. I, don't, I personally don't have a one, year, right? but I got you one, Funchy.
2: Yeah, he knows. We got right. it. He loves it. He says he, he loves it very much.
1: I don't have a ring Thank camera. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. Um, I don't have one of those. And I know everybody seems to have one. You can watch on your phone. You can see what's going on. Everybody's phone is buzzing. Oh, there's somebody at my door. Somebody just dropped off a package. I don't have one of those things. I think because I'm a little paranoid because one time a friend of mine had this really nice house on the beach. and He's like, oh, why don't you stay there and enjoy yourself? I'm like, oh, wow, thank you. And so we stayed there on a summer weekend. And um, he started texting me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean what am I doing? He's like, I'm watching you on on my cameras, right? Oh, I'm like, whoa, bro, I, I didn't know that. You know? He's like, who's in my house? I'm like, oh, bro. So I, I wouldn't say bad. I was caught anything bad, bad, but, like, I was really uncomfortable that I didn't know there were cameras and he was watching me. So
0: I'm going to swipe right because, it, not because of the ring camera so much as... It was just technology in general. I got in, I get in trouble so often because I'll screenshot someone's text and I'll send it to somebody.
2: <laughs> that does get people but in trouble. But you send
0: it to the person that you think you're I've done right. that. I've yeah, definitely, definitely done that before. Yeah, I've yes, done that. All the time. It's happened and it's bit me in the ass way too many times. So you have to be very, very careful and it mm-hmm. got me in trouble all the time.
1: Yeah. I know for me, I, I think I've told you guys this before, but... um had this guy who worked for this company and I, he was such a jerk and I hated this guy and I wanted to fire him. So I wrote this uh, email and I was like, Hey, we're firing this guy. He's no good for us. He's the wrong guy. We're firing this guy. And I sent it to that guy and he wrote me back. He's like, was this intended for me? I don't think so. I'm like, no, it wasn't. But now, you know, now, you know, so sorry, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And I screw those things up all the time. Yeah.
2: You know, I remember we did a show or a, um, I think it was either radio tinder big deal or no deal a couple months ago where there was a woman who found out that her boyfriend was cheating because of like alexa mm-hmm. because i guess like oh yeah
0: i remember that story um, it,
2: it can go through not only can it like obviously you can go back through and like see what people say on it but it all started because like alexa had some song in there that like she didn't know or play or whatever so so then she like thought to go back and look through the you know the correspondence i guess between herself and alexa and she found like actual audio recordings of her boyfriend and another girl and, like, her boyfriend asking her, you know, Alexa to play some sexy music or something crazy like that. So,
1: yeah. Mm. It happens. Right. Those well, things yeah, are dangerous. Get in trouble with... I don't have any Alexas around either. I can tell you that.
2: All right, so next one. Lou Vegas, Mambo Number no. 5, was a huge no. smash hit back in 1999, if you guys remember that. Mm-hmm. It's known as one of the most, like, love it or hated songs of all time. And author Stephen King... Said that his wife definitely falls in the ladder camp. He recently spoke to Rolling Stone to promote his new book, and he said that his wife once threatened to divorce him due to his love for that exact song. <laughs> so on. I wanted to ask you guys: Do you have a song that you love that everybody else hates? Greg, you go first.
0: Let's see a song that I love. I'm hmm. I'm not 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 off the top of my head. So left, but I I'm sure I could find something that in my. I listen to a lot of crap so do you have any I,
2: bands that like you you love that like I'm, your daughter or your friends are just like oh my god can you like, like why are you listening to i that?
0: love like 90s bands i like i like so 311 I. I like incubus and my, my daughter hates every single one of those so i don't know i don't i, I just don't have one off the top of my head
1: so i will swipe right i do um, i'll call it a band not necessarily a song I like to listen to the Pearl Jam channel on on satellite radio. And every time Rachel gets in my car... I'm listening to the Pearl Jam channel.
0: Is it always Jeremy spoken?
1: It, it's, not, it's not, but it, you, you know, you'll always find that kind of Jeremy or Alive, or you'll find like some song that you're like, I, I love their catalog, but these are the ones that I don't really need to hear right now.
2: Yellow Ledbetter is their best song.
1: That is an amazing song. I don't know that song. Yeah, that's yes, an incredible you do. song. Yes, you you do, do, you just don't know the name of it. Yes, that's probably right. Uh, um, but let me tell you something. I have completely turned her against Pearl Jam.
2: Wanna sooner, yeah. wanna sooner, uh, nah, like, that's how this uh, one
1: goes. It's new Bob song. Dylan. That's it. I know that song. Good song. Good, it's a great good, song. Good singing, Lindsay.
2: Well that's alive. Oh, but, this is that one? No, that's not that oh. one.
1: No, that's this is not I yellow know that one. better.
2: Yeah, it's called Alive, so I feel like Is this considered grunge? One? Yes.
0: Yeah, I just don't like the grunge. It's classic rock now too.
1: Dude, oh, it is classic don't do rock. That. Don't do <laughs> that no, it to is. Me. It is.
0: Pearl Jam is now classic rock. I don't like. I don't like the, don't like the grunge that. era in general. Like Nirvana, Bush. This.
2: I love Nirvana. Shrek I, I a love Limp guy. Aww. I
0: was not anymore. <laughs>
2: <That> biscuit's terrible. <laughs> Dude,
1: Soundgarden. You don't days. like. You don't like this sound- era of oh, early 90s. I love
2: Soundgarden. I love all those bands. Cap. I, I didn't like the
0: grungy sound all of it. It's so like
1: downer. No, 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 no I don't really, think it's down downer great. at all. It's amazing. I, I think a lot of those songs are anthems of my life.
2: Candlebox, Cappy, uh, hey. close personal friends with Candlebox. They Candlebox. have one of the best songs of the oh, 90s. Yeah. Like, no Far maybe, Behind. Do, 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 do. Both of them. Far yeah. Behind Black and Maybe.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of them. I want to yeah, Shout out to my boy Kevin Martin. Shiver. He's a big 710 listener, by the way. He's the lead singer of Candlebox. So shout may, out Kmart. Yay, yay, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't mean to treat you all so bad
0: Oh, but I did it anyway Yeah, I'm
1: with you, Lindsay Baseball That's a great jam It's a great song
3: You guys uh, are That was a good duet I know That's actually nice Yeah, Yeah.
0: it's
1: not bad
2: It's a great song So, uh, one more really quick here Did you guys see this story about uh, the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon And new accusations that it's a toxic workplace environment
1: Nope, didn't see it, tell me more So, he actually had to apologize
2: to the Tonight Show staffed staff today after this Rolling Stone report, which I guess they talked with 14 former staffers who said that Fallon's erratic behavior and these shows ever-changing leadership teams had fostered an unhealthy work environment. They said their mental health was impacted um, and a lot of them made complaints to HR that went unnoticed. And they said that Jimmy Fallon created a terrible atmosphere for the show and then he apologized and said i'm so sorry this is very embarrassing blah 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 but i don't know it just seems like nobody like people don't seem to care that much because it's jimmy fallon because he seems like such a nice guy mm. so i was just gonna ask you guys like do you think that jimmy fallon will get the ellen treatment after these ac- accusations
1: um i'm gonna swipe left and say no and I only say that because I feel like this is kind of one of those stories that, I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't feel like anybody's going to pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. I I mean, don't, am I, am yeah. I wrong? Like, who, who, can I ask you guys a question? When was the last time you watched Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, or any late night TV talk show, like legit on TV? Um,
0: probably it's 10 years.
3: Yeah, it's been a minute for me, well, but... Never.
0: And Jared Goffey a touchdown pass.
3: But how,
2: when's the last time anybody watched The Ellen Show when yes. she got canceled? It doesn't change the fact that. But that's
0: like during the day. No, We're no, no, don't do that.
2: But what does that matter no. where
0: the show was? They're just. well, in... the People working, they're not watching it.
3: Well, the thing for me is. It has okay. nothing to do with it. Like I was telling Lindsay off mic. I said, if it's true, you know, and I mean, he addressed it. He apologized. Why so doesn't he get. Exactly. Why doesn't he get the treatment? And I, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. She's a woman. He's a dude. Like, it's just unfortunate that we get treated a little bit different when a girl does certain things. It's seen as something I, else i don't know i
1: kind of listen i'll tell you guys this without knowing the details i kind of feel like ellen like there was a lot of to that story and this yeah. fallon thing i'm just kind of hearing about i don't really well know you this, just
2: kind of heard that Ellen thing out of nowhere and this thing is probably i imagine it's going to be a bigger deal because the rolling stone said that they contacted more than 80 tonight show employees both past and present mm-hmm. present and they said that not a single one of them were willing to speak on the record mm. or had positive things to say about mm. working on The Tonight Show. And Who was then, the other
0: Tonight Show host that just did it? James Corden. The same kind of thing just happened to James Corden, right? Yeah, he, oh, I,
2: but he did, did something he? like publicly in a He did a something in a restaurant or something. Yeah, no, he like yelled at a waitress yeah. Yeah. and told him they I were idiots. Uh, then they
0: rest- came out afterwards that he was doing be- the be- same thing he like the staff. like a waitress or something. Yeah.
2: yeah, he yelled at a waitress and called her an idiot and stuff. Yeah. I mean, Listen, I, I just,
1: I'm just, I guess what I'm saying is I'm so underexposed to Jimmy Fallon right. that he's just not even on my radar. If I'll say this, if it's super embarrassing to NBC and if it's really, really bad, therefore his sponsors will drop because hey, he's toxic. We can't be a part of this guy. You know what, Laura? He's going to get canned. Yes, exactly.
0: I agree.
3: I'm just saying he should get the same treatment.
0: He should get the same treatment. I right?
2: just find it weird slash interesting that like nobody really gave a crap about Ellen when that happened. Her career was like I mean, she had a, a popular daytime talk show at one point, but like that certainly wasn't you know, she was on the back end of that when all of that stuff happened about her, you know, being like a toxic boss or talent, whatever you want to call her, working with. And I feel like Jimmy Fallon on the Tonight Show, like, I don't know, she seems like a way bigger, bigger deal. deal. Yeah. Hmm. He's a bigger deal. Yes. Maybe, maybe
1: it's a franchise, because it's a night show franchise. You know? I honestly think Ellen DeGeneres is a much bigger star really?
3: than Jimmy Fallon. Really? Much I, I would
0: agree with that completely. I don't Absolutely.
3: I think she met in the time of their career, because she was towards the end of it, versus him. He's like... I just don't think... She was thinking. a
0: movie star before I mean, yes. I'm not that's, downing yeah, yeah, her career. So was that's,
3: Jimmy
1: Fallon. That's how he, he got that well, job, he, is he was he a movie star. He did one movie. Well, let's do this. Let's get to Blake Harris, because otherwise we're not going to have time for Blake. we got a lot of Dodger baseball to talk about. Dodgers are up 7-0 right now. Hey, um, I want to just remind everybody that award-winning Radio Tinder is being brought to us by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. And by the way, we're going to be drinking some Tequila Mandala tomorrow afternoon at Black Gold. At the ESPN Golf Classic. It's the 10th annual SoCal Hyundai ESPN Golf Classic. It's presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino. It's tomorrow at Black Gold in Yorba Linda. And thanks to all of our great sponsors. Coors Light, um, keeping SoCal golfers chill all summer long. And Hollywood Park Casino, eat, drink, play. And speaking of drink, we're going to drink a bunch of tequila mandala tomorrow. Blake Harris, our Dodger Insider, next on Sedano and Cap. Wow, did he say 1995? That's crazy. Yeah, I just I watched it.
0: I just watched this movie last week.
1: I can't believe it's been that long. Wow. Amazing. He was the best. All right, Sedano and Cap on a Thursday afternoon. Let me give you a quick update here. We're headed towards the end of the first quarter in the Kansas City Detroit game. As the NFL season is kicking off, 7-nothing, Detroit leads the game right now. And speaking of NFL news, we'll get into this after Blake Harris. Um the Cincinnati Bengals just signed Joe Burrow to a $275 million contract, making him the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. Was we'll get happen. to it. We'll get to it. Right. Was Of course it was going to happen. Yeah. The Dodgers are leading the game 7 nothing over Miami. And, Greg, I'm glad you didn't say it, but it, you almost did, but it didn't matter anyway. I wasn't going to say it. I have to say,
0: it's something special, something special. But he lost it. At, Ryan Pepeo lost the no-hitter after six and two-thirds. Josh Bell had a single.
1: All right. Here comes our Dodger insider, Blake mm-hmm. Harris, You can catch up to Blake on his Substack account. You can catch him on Twitter, Blake H. Harris. Lots of ways to catch Blake's content. Blake, good afternoon.
5: Guys, I I want to apologize. I I feel like i got to take the blame for Ryan Pepe losing his perfect game. I was talking with the producer, Lindsay about this before we came on, and right as I was getting the call to hop on, he allowed the base hit. So I take responsibility. uh, That's on me. Ryan Peppio, I apologize, but he looks great out there, and I'm mm. saying it right now. He needs to be on the mound to start game three in the playoffs. Ooh, three. Wow.
1: Okay, well, game if he three. starts game three, I'm just curious who starts game one and who starts game two.
5: Assuming he's healthy, you roll out Kershaw in game one, and you got to have Bobby Miller probably in game two. That's, that's my one, two, three if the playoffs started this weekend. Yeah,
1: but, but hold on, both of you guys. Agreed. You, you just said if healthy. Yes. Now, Blake, believe it or not, I think I'm going to shock you when I tell you. That I read your sub-stack, the one about there's something wrong with Whoa. Clayton Kershaw. That's right. You heard me. I read wow. your sub-stack, and there's something wrong with Clayton Kershaw. You talked about his velocity. You talked about the number of pitches. You talked about strikes versus balls. You talked – I mean, there seems to be something wrong with Kershaw. And given the uriah situation, this uh, Pepio thing comes at the exact right time.
5: Yeah, this Clayton Kershaw thing, Scott, I think we talked about this a couple months ago when he exited that start in Colorado, and you were asking – if is there more to the story than meets the eye? And we were kind of saying, we think there is. The Dodgers have been kind of downplaying this Clayton Kershaw shoulder injury ever since it happened. And over his last couple of starts, he's been walking guys like never in his career. I mean, he walked five the other night, which is I think only the second time, or it's tied for the second most walks he's ever had in a game. His velocity is down a couple ticks. I think he's hitting like 87, 88 miles an hour. He's saying he's fine following the game. Prior to the game, though, Dave Roberts said something along the lines of, He's not 100%, but if he feels like he can go out there, he's going to be pitching. So, Kershaw, he said he doesn't want to take a break. He's good to go, but it's concerning. It's concerning seeing these trends over the last couple of starts. So, hopefully, maybe he gets a couple more under his belt and he feels fine, but it's definitely something to monitor with Kershaw as the playoffs come in a few weeks.
0: Yeah, how much are you worried about his velocity being down? Because he didn't hit 90 once in that last start.
5: Yeah, I think it's like the first time he hasn't hit 90 maybe in his career. So the command is one thing. You know, you don't want to walk a bunch of guys, but he's just been struggling. But the velocity, yeah, anytime you're down not just one, not two, but almost three ticks in your fastball and everything else, uh, it's concerning because it's not just one start. It's now been two. So, yeah, hopefully, again, it's just something he's dealing with. But, yeah, with Clayton Kershaw, this is something where if he's not 100% right or ready to go, Uh, the Dodgers rotation is going to take an even bigger hit than it already has.
1: Yeah, and and Blake, look, what's happened here recently is that you've got uh, the Urias situation where we know he's not going to play for the Dodgers again this season, and chances are he'll never play for the Dodgers again, and who knows if the guy will ever play in Major League Baseball again. It's that serious of an accusation. Okay, that's number one. But Lance Lynn, a guy who, when he came to the Dodgers, started to perform at a whole different level than he was with the Chicago White Sox, but yet he's gone back to doing what he did before, which is just like throw batting practice for home run derbies. That's a big concern. Don't you think?
5: Yeah. I mean, Lance, like you said, his first couple of starts, once he came over, he was looking great. It was looking like a really good pickup by the Dodgers. And all of a sudden these last couple of starts, uh, I think he's allowed 15 runs now over his last couple of games. But, my biggest concern with Lance Lynn isn't the fact that he's been allowing these home runs because he's been doing this all season, but it's the fact that his strikeout numbers are down significantly. I mean, when he came over, he was, ha- he was averaging the most strikeouts of his career, and over his last couple of starts, I'm looking at it right now, he has three consecutive games with only one strikeout. So if he's, a- if he's not striking guys out and he's allowing all these home runs, well, as you can see, it's been a disaster. So I'm at the point now where if he has one or two more of these outings, I don't even know. Not only do I trust him starting the game, I don't know if I trust him on the mound at any point in a postseason game unless the Dodgers are up by 10 runs.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm definitely not starting him against uh, Atlanta. That's for sure because they had way too many. Hopes. Oh yeah, <laughs> they had way too many. Hopes. So a couple of weeks ago, Dave Roberts said that if Walker Buehler is going to come come back, he's going to be his normal self. No opener. He's not going to. He's going to be able to go as long as he wants to go, as long as he can go. Where do you see him coming back and and being part of that rotation? It, can he get to back to that point?
5: Yeah, originally I thought he would be a perfect bullpen piece because you didn't think he'd be built up enough. He'd probably be able to go one or two innings. But yeah, Dave Roberts has said repeatedly, no, when he's back, we're going to use him like we used him in the past. So he went two innings last week in Oklahoma City. I think he's scheduled to start tomorrow or sometime this weekend. I think they're going to try to build him up a little more. So when he's able to come back, I think maybe you can expect four innings, maybe five at the absolute most. But, yeah, I I think if the Dodgers want to use him as a starter in the playoffs, Maybe they'll have like a piggyback role, someone following him, like a Ryan Yarbrough or something like that. But yeah, if all continues to go well, I think Bueller is the guy that you potentially can count on all of a sudden as a key member of your starter rotation, which I wouldn't have thought was possible a couple months ago.
1: Blake Harris, our Dodger insider here on Sedano and Cap Bergey's in for Sedano. Let me ask both of you Dodger fans this question. Dave Roberts was asked about all these pitching problems, and that's what we're talking about. But he, he kind of made it seem like, yeah, we've got a lot of issues in our pitching staff, but... We also got a lot of guys who can hit and a lot of guys who can who can help us score. You guys think the Dodgers can can do anything in the postseason if this pitching staff is this messed up? And by the way, maybe your opinion is different after what you saw the, the Braves do against the Dodgers most recently. What, what do you think, Blake? Do, do they have enough offense to make up for the lack of pitching?
5: That's the thing. Although the Dodgers pitching has as many question marks as they do, this offense is ultimately what's going to win them games in October as Chris Taylor just hits a three-run home run and the Dodgers are now leading 10-0. If the Dodgers offense does what they're doing today in October, it doesn't matter if Lance Lynn is starting. It doesn't matter if Walker Peele has given you two innings. It doesn't matter if Kershaw's velocity is down. The offense is going to need to score runs to win games. And that's the reason they got bounced by the Padres last October. The, uh, the offense just went quiet. So although the Dodgers have many concerns and issues with their pitching staff, at the end of the day, I, I think the offense is what's going to make or break the Dodgers in October. If they score, and I, I wrote this in my article, if they can just average five, six runs a game, they'll cruise through the playoffs. But if they're struggling to hit with runners on, if they're scoring to get runs across the board, uh, even with elite pitching, they're not going to be able to go far. So
0: I agree with I agree with you for the most part. But in the playoffs, you're you're seeing the best of the best pitchers. You're seeing Spencer Schreider and Bryce yeah. Elder. You're seeing all those dudes. You can't expect to. to the hitting, pitching goes up in the postseason. Hitting goes down. That's just kind of how it is. You're gonna to get to go have some games where it's big, but I, I just am worried about the pitching because if you put, have to put out somebody like Emmett Sheehan instead of instead of Urias and Bue, Bue, or Bueller, it's gonna be a little bit different than than those, those types of guys.
1: Final comment there, Blake. We gotta hustle.
5: Yeah, no, I think Greg. He just pretty much did everything right on the head. It's it hard to even rebuttal that. That's like a bite drop right there that he had. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, we'll, we'll end it right there. Hey, Blake, we appreciate you, man. Uh, tell everybody how to find you on Twitter and where you want everybody to go to read the Substack.
5: Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at Blake H. Harris, and you guys, too, can be like Scott Kaplan and read the Substack. You guys can find it at BlakeHarris.Substack.com.
1: That's all right. I read it this week, pal. I'll tell you that. Blake, we'll talk to you, man. Be well. Thank you.
5: See you, hey, man. As always, I appreciate it, guys. Have a great weekend.
1: All right, there's Blake Harris stopping by. All right, on the way. We have not talked about the new big man that the Lakers picked up yesterday. Bergie I want your opinion on it. I know I've read a lot about it since the signing. We'll get to that story coming up in just a matter of moments.